Hello, and welcome to the What Moves Us podcast. I'm Natalie Reyna, a dancer and mover with a master's degree in clinical psychology. Join me as I talk with ordinary people finding extraordinary healing through different types of movement. My mission is to spread the message that tuning into our body is not only accessible, but key to our mental health and healing journeys. everybody. Welcome to another episode of What Moves Us. I'm here with our special guest today, Sandeep Iyer. Um, and so Sandeep is a software consultant based in Los Angeles, California. Um, before his arrival to the United States in 2016, Sandeep lived around various parts of Asia, including Calcutta and Nepal, um, with his parents who showered him with a lot of love and helped him to become the open, light, and goofy person that he is today. Upon his arrival to the United States, Sandeep completed his MBA at the University of Maryland and then moved to the West Coast in 2018. Sandeep has a deep love of movement, uh, or has had a deep love of movement from a very young age and now loves to partake in yoga, dance, flexibility, calisthenics, meditation, and just movement of all kinds. Sandeep hosts weekly meditation sessions, um, hosts his own podcast, and is currently working on obtaining his yoga teacher certification. Sandeep is also very passionate about creating a welcoming and safe space for all to freely express themselves. Um, And I'm super excited to have you on this podcast. So welcome, Sandeep. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, Nat. Nat, uh, real quick, uh, I know on Instagram you go by Goldie, and then I've seen (laughs) Rai Rena, and then there's Nat. So what should I call you? You can call me Natalie. Okay, Natalie. Okay. I've been asking people who have been coming on if there's a practice that they like to do to like ground themselves before they start their movement or before they do something, you know, that um, feels a little bit like nerve wracking or like, you know, adrenaline pumping. Um, Do you have something that you like to do to ground or? Yeah, um, I like to um, get back to my breath Mm. to to get centered. So if you don't mind, maybe we could do... uh, three long deep breaths maybe with our eyes closed sure yeah so for the for the people following along if you feel called go ahead and you can close your eyes too while Sandeep leads us yeah and maybe I'll say three ohms at this point in time Mm. take a nice long deep breath Thank you. So, uh, thank you. I feel like whew, that really calmed me because anybody who knows me knows I'm always like frantic. So <laughs> thank you. So um, to get started, I think uh, it would be helpful if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background. Um, yeah, where you grew up where you live now, what you do. I know I kind of touched on that in the bio, but it's nice to hear from, from you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Nat, for, for inviting me. Uh, it's a privilege. Um, I've been following you um, through social media for, um, for the past uh, couple of years since we said a brief hi uh, at Venice Beach. And uh, <laughs> I can uh, see your beautiful energy through, through mm. whatever I've, uh, I've uh, followed. Yeah. And... Uh, I've always gotten inspired by looking at your movement and and um, you know the posts that you make online. I also host a podcast. So when I saw you starting your own, I was like, "This is so cool!" Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was super excited that you reached out, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Sandeep, like that's somebody that I want to know more about. Like your life. I mean, from the brief meeting that we had, I was like, who." is this guy like leading meditations like he has his podcast you know so yeah I'm super excited to have you on here too so yeah thank you of course of course so um let's take a step back in terms of where I am from um, I'm from the southern part of India um I grew up in Nepal Kathmandu which is the capital of Nepal mm. I was a city boy from the get-go People, when they hear Kathmandu, they think I was in mountains and this and that. No, 
um, I was, you know, like any other city boy going to school, mm-hmm. coming back, having the same, uh, um, you know, fun and struggles of, of uh, any uh, child, child, uh, you know, who's growing up at that point in time in life. Right. Very loving parents, as you mentioned. Dad was a super chill guy. Mom has been super loving and supportive all, all her life. So I've been showered with love um, and care and affection all my life. Mm. Um, I have an elder sister who also treats me like her, um, like a kid sometimes. So, um, yeah, all three of them have have always loved me um, mm. to the state. And I'm so thankful for that. I know I have a very uh, strong support system, and uh, and the person I am right now, who um, who connects uh, with others the way he does, uh, it's all because of you know the upbringing that I've had. Mm. Um, I grew up in Nepal. Um, I was there till my tenth grade. made friends uh, from different parts of the world because Nepal is a place where people from Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Tibet, China, mm. you know, different parts of Asia, they uh, come in. And, and I was al- always into sports um, as, okay. as a kid growing up. Uh, I always liked physical activity. Okay. I enjoyed playing sports. And my favorite sport uh, growing up was cricket, like every other Indian. Right. Uh, and I typically, if you, uh, if you know me, and if you'd ask my friends, I'm not someone who boasts about uh, about things. I'm pretty humble about a lot of things. But um, the one sport that I, if I know something, um, then I say it, you know, that I know about it. And the one sport right. that I really think I'm good at is cricket. Okay. Um, so I've been very confident about it since, since my childhood. And it's funny, my mom is the one who pushed me into it. And she motivated me into getting into cricket. Otherwise, I was someone who was watching it, but wasn't playing it. Mm, okay. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, so that was my first sport, and I was really good at it. Oh, I used to feel, cool. uh, yeah, I used to feel happy playing that with my uh, with my neighbors. I'm back in school, any lunch break. Okay. We used to all get together and and play that sport. Um, oh, and do you I still play now? When's the last time you played? Yeah, it's funny. It's been a while since I played cricket because uh, okay. my interests have developed and grown over time. Mm. Since, since the time I moved out of that country, um, I. Um, since I've always liked movement, I also started partaking, partaking in, into other kinds of movement and other kinds of sports. So sure. I believe in not limiting myself to one activity because mm. my, um, my philosophy is why not try something? If you, only if you try, you uh, bump into stuff and you expand your, your, uh, you know, your horizon and why limit yourself to, right. to one thing in life? Just because I wasn't born in Russia, that doesn't mean I cannot try gymnastics. Just because I wasn't born in a, a place that doesn't, maybe Nepal, there's snow. But just because I wasn't into snow activities, that doesn't mean I cannot try snow activities. Right. Just because I um, didn't play chess, maybe, that doesn't mean I can play. Ch- I cannot play chess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, everybody has their own timeline on when they start something. And there's never, it's never too late to start something. Right. And you never know when you find your calling or, you know, or even find another hobby that brings you a lot of joy. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I also played um, soccer growing up. Um, I wasn't good at it, but I played. Okay. A lot of Nepalese kids are, Nepal, uh, a lot of Nepalese, uh, you know, kids are very good at soccer. They love their soccer. Okay. They uh, root for Brazil. So Brazil mm-hmm. is one team that I also supported all, uh, you know, growing up. Okay. Ronaldo, Rivaldo. Ronaldinho, Roberto Carlos, all those great legends, soccer legends yeah. um, growing up. And, and uh, yeah, so I was into that sport. Um, and then I moved to, um, to India uh, in my 11th grade. Um, that's because um, my parents thought for my education uh, after 10th, it's better to uh, go to India and see if I can, you know, uh, score well in my, in my subjects mm-hmm. and get into some reputed colleges and so uh, yeah that's what we did I moved to the southern part of India where I'm from okay. moved there and life changed when I moved to uh, India mm. Nepal was very chill and easygoing India um, at that time for me India typically is a very competitive uh, country okay. we have more than 1, 1.3 billion people so a lot of smart right. people a lot of um, you know a lot of competitive people because there is mm. 
limited resources and with a lot of smart people everyone wants those limited resources so you have to be on the top of your game right so when i moved to india it was a lot it was very challenging because i used to be the top kid in my studies in nepal and when i went to india i would struggle to even come in like top 15 and wow uh, my I, i was humbled my ego was hit and uh, yeah. yeah and i was like a lot of my friends they had already studied what they had to study two years ago because india they start um, you know putting the uh, the kids in coaching classes from their 8th and 9th onwards for 11th and 12th okay so i i didn't know all of that so i was lost mm. i was confused i was trying was missing my nepal friends i was missing that oh. country yeah. adjusting to the new country and then um, 11th and 12th you have this pressure of scoring high marks cuz if you score high marks that's when you get into good colleges undergrad and this and that okay um and uh, when i how moved, did you sorry i'm going to interrupt you how did you like cope with that pressure during that time yeah cuz that sounds like a lot i mean you're like adjusting from the move you're you know like you're now you're having to like compete with a lot of people that like you weren't competing with before it's like that's I, a lot for an 11th grader <laughs> yeah i did do well to uh, to cope um at that point in time another struggle for me was the weather in chennai is completely different from nepal nepal is cool and and nice and chennai is very humid people don't mm. like the weather of chennai people are sweating all the time so okay. it's really uncomfortable and it's a yeah. very crowded country compared to compared to nepal so you know it's gets very uh, very chaotic right um, and uh, yeah for me i continued to you know give in my best um, i took in I joined a few cricket coaching classes in India because India has a strong cricket team and okay. growing up in Nepal I wanted to be a cricketer because I was good at it you know yeah. when you're good at something as a kid you want to be that yeah totally I want to be an actor I don't want to be a cricketer I want to <laughs> ride a horse a, yeah right <laughs> you know, all of that so when I came yeah. to India I was like hey I'm sure India has good coaching cricket coaching mm. you know because India is known for that sport right so i started joining the cricket classes as well so that was also an, an added pressure for me because i would stay back and and play cricket and then go back home and i wasn't from a very uh, wealthy uh, family my okay. uh, the school that i went in was a very reputed wealthy school so all my friends were very rich they okay. used to have cars to come pick them up and i used to go back in public transportation okay. with, uh, you know all sweaty people and and sweating from my Uh, for my sport and and, right. and then I had to go back and study because I know mm. there's a lot to cover so it was difficult but I I took the I took it uh, like you know like um, on it, what, what is it called under my chin right <laughs> yeah I think that's the same <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I took it what I took what was given and uh, right and uh, when life throws lemons what's to stay You, you make, make lemonade. Lemonade, lemonade. <laughs> yeah, you add so tequila and make a margarita. No. I know, so that's what I tried doing. You know, a little bit of tequila. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's what I did. I would move whenever I can, but when mm-hmm. I look back, I did not really uh, want to move or not want to move to cope for it. It was not a not something that I did it, um, you know, consciously. Like conscious. Okay. But I've always been a. Um, guy who's always moved and as okay. we had talked earlier i went to the gym my first gym was um, after my 10th board exams 10th uh, in nepal um, and uh, i started you know pumping iron then and i felt good about it yeah so i think i continued working out and growing up i used to watch a lot of world wrestling federation the rock stone called steve austin so i've always wanted to be muscular and fit mm. and uh, if i jog my memory i think i used to work out at that time as well to okay. bring my peace of mind so working out movement has always been something that has helped me stay grounded and come back to my center and mm. and and face what the world has to throw right maybe whether you like realized it or not at the time right right i didn't realize it at that time um mm-hmm. also because a lot of uh, india uh, didn't have that culture of fitness uh, okay at that point in time so Um, for me uh, it was something that just came subconsciously okay um, so i didn't think about movement as something to do something about it you know it was mm. and I, i think i was too young to think about it i wasn't so aware of work right you know, i was just going through the motions and doing what i had to do to sure. to to you know do what i had to do right and uh, yeah so that was my time in in southern india 
Chennai and then somehow I did my 11th and 12th, got into my undergrad in Chennai, um, got into engineering like the rest of the world because I, re- I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Okay. Again, you know, I wasn't very aware at that point in time. I hadn't really thought about my options. Mm-hmm. And then I found myself doing engineering. I didn't really love it, but I was into this college. I had spent money on it. Right. That was something that a lot of people in India do. And mm-hmm. we all know that uh, back in India, uh, that if you do engineering or you know medicine or whatever, at least you'll have a stable paycheck coming in. So my parents put me into that because that was the best they knew at that point in time. You know, for my safety, as good parents, they you know they did what uh, they thought was the best, and they also saw right. my uncle doing really well because he was an in- engineer and mm-hmm. he traveling the rest of the world, went to Switzerland, this place, that place. So all that you know. Um, so he gave us dreams. Okay. Uh, uh, and my parents caught those dreams. A lot of relatives would talk about this uncle who's going to places and I'm sure he was having his struggles. But when you see someone going to different parts of the world, you think, hey, you want to be like that person. And then you start telling mm. your kids, hey, he's done that. So maybe you should do this. Mm. So they'd be like, hey, you know, so my uncle's name was Mahesh. So they used to be like, hey, Mahesh is going here. Mahesh is going there. And Mahesh uh, also would buy his gifts and he'd come from abroad and he'd get all, this, all those chocolates and shoes and dresses. So it right. was a, for us, it was like, hey, this fancy, he's probably living a you know nice life and maybe we should do what, what he's doing. Right, so, right. Uh, even though if I don't like the studying part, maybe I should just do what, you know, because IT mm. tech uh, can bring in money. So I went with the flow and I wasn't really aware of what I really wanted to do in life. So I went with the flow and okay. completed my engineering. It was a four-year degree. Okay. I completed that. Um, and then at that point in time, I was still questioning if I should continue looking for a tech job but again I wasn't sure what my options were so I went to the, I didn't have the backbone to be honest mm-hmm. to 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 uh, to figure out what I wanted I was al- always scared okay of of going against uh, against the wind right um, okay yeah. to this date I'm scared you know <laughs> that's something that I care it's, that's my vulnerability uh, yeah I'm you're telling me <laughs> yeah like I know I have my strengths I know I I have a lot of strengths but I don't know how to make money out of it and I don't know what to do to to go about it to really right. make a living out of it and when I see other other people here in the U.S. or um, you know rest of the world really making stuff happen it inspires me and I want to know more about their journey because right. if I can learn something from them and it, if it changes me as a person then why mm, not yeah um, so yeah four years of undergrad and then I joined this company PayPal I joined PayPal oh, okay. uh, yeah. in Chennai I worked at PayPal for about six years oh, wow. and okay. uh, a couple of years into PayPal I knew that this wasn't my cup of tea yeah <laughs> and then I was like what do I do you know uh what do I do how do I save myself how do I save my soul yeah I'm going I'm getting I'm going deeper and deeper into something that uh that I probably don't want my yeah. life to get into my it's like opportunity health. cost right it's like opportunity yeah. cost you know you uh, sunk cost or whatever you've you spend right. some money so you want to make sure you get the value of it yeah like, like gam- it's like gambling you know when you go to casinos mm-hmm. you've uh, lost uh, let's say thousand dollars you play more so that you can get that thousand dollars and then the right. you lose everything yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's, it's a difficult one so I did that and six years I was at PayPal and but a couple of years in PayPal I realized okay this is my cup of tea I don't I was a software engineer coding I just could not sit, sit in front of the computer and look at the screen and code you know just right. didn't come to me I, I, I it would repulse me Right. I would want right. to run away from it. Mm. And then I would not want to be around people who would do that because that's what they would talk about. And I, and I would not want to be in their good books either. And if they would say stuff to me about how I should live my life, I would not like that either because I don't want my life to be like yours. Mm. Right. Um, so I want to listen to, be inspired by people like Nikki. I want to be inspired by Nikki. Right, you know, right. I, oh I respect him. You know, yeah, if he says right. something, I listen to it. I'll just <laughs> follow with my eyes closed. Yeah. If I yes. don't respect someone, then how do I listen to that person? Why would I listen? You know, right, I, right. Know, I don't see my life. I that's not my path. Mm. So that's what mm. happened. And uh, but see, then I, you said you don't have a backbone, but I think that takes a backbone, really, to you know look at someone and say like that's not the way. You know, that's not the person I'm going to listen to. Like I'm going to yeah. go with the person who like feels more right. aligned to me like that right. you have a right. backbone <laughs> thank you <laughs> right. so yeah I mean I uh, life has changed when I really started uh, following my calling and that's what mm-hmm. I did in Los Angeles um, but in in PayPal uh, after a couple of years I realized this is not what I wanted to do 
So mm. what should I do? I realized maybe my best way out is to get an MBA and maybe get into the managerial side of stuff because maybe I'll still be in industry that uh, that doesn't you know excite me as much. But maybe I'll get into the business side of stuff. Maybe I'll get into right. the management side of stuff. And MBA is such a degree that can help me maybe in other industries as well. Maybe if I decide to must you know market myself, there are certain set set of skills that I would learn just through. that education so i started right. you know uh, giving a lot of those entrance exams wanted to do my mba in india but india being the competitive country it is it was difficult to get into the reputed schools in india because mm-hmm. there are only a few reputed schools and everyone wants to get into them and what there are 1.3 billion of us so it's just right. difficult you know even if you score 99% they want 99.9 you know oh, so my gosh and i'm i'm not the the smartest of all i'm you know right. i'm average sometimes above average yeah but i hope i have a space i have a space in this world you know i do i have to be like the albert einstein to survive or to have a good life do i right. you know do i have to be the best of the best can't mm. i just be an average person and just have a happy life you know so that's mm. what my thinking was and uh, so i was struggling through cracking these top entrance exams in india and uh, and then my relative comes to my house and he uh, he gives me a very good advice you know someone i respected uh, he said um, sandeep you've worked for paypal for 6 years you can use this work experience to go abroad and and get mm. more exposure to how the world works and at that point in time i thought i could not afford an mba in the us because right. mba is expensive as in the us the, right. you don't get the scholarship or assistance like you get for mass ms or other stem degrees right um, so for mba Uh, but he motivated me and i was mm-hmm. like okay you know what i'm not going to hurry i'm not going to rush i'm going to give um, the gmat which is the exam you give to come to the us uh, okay. for an mba and i gave that and i after a couple of attempts i managed to score a good enough score to be considered by universities here and i look for universities that give scholarships and mm-hmm. luckily um, god and universe has always been my side maybe because uh, my parents uh, are, are beautiful have beautiful soul or mm-hmm. you know whatever good deeds that they've done yeah or whatever the universe has plans for me um, they i got the right amount of scholarship um, mm. that i needed i i had some amount of funding that my dad had okay that, uh, you know that his dad had uh, helped him with some money so mm. he gave me a little bit of that money and wow and even though uh, my dad has had his own financial struggles he gave whatever he had to mm. me and uh, you know all his savings to me and and uh and you know i was able to afford this this education and i got the right wow. amount of scholarship i was able to bag a job in the university while studying so that mm. covered some of it and uh, i got an internship again at paypal through my connections uh, in india so i came okay. back here to the bay area in in uh, san jose paypal and uh, and universe again worked for me and i got the highest paying internship so that wow Yeah, so that uh, you know, in the entire batch, I got the highest paying internship. I don't know how that landed in my lap. It just wow. landed. Wow! Wow! And um, and then I got enough money to pay my loans back, and I didn't have to uh, be a stingy guy during my university. You know, I could spend mm. and I could live my university life. Wow! And uh, and then that um, from University of Maryland. Uh, so I came to the US in 2016. Okay. Um, for my MBA. and then i moved to southern california southern california for my first job after mba again universe worked for me a right. really beautiful soul um, you know a friend from my childhood he mm-hmm. happened to work in this company in southern california and he referred me to this company and and luckily i got my job there you know last okay. minute like we wow. get three three months to get a job and i got my job in the two and a half month time frame oh. i had two weeks otherwise i had to pack my bags and go back to india wow. so i got the job at the right time and and then um mba you get only one chance of a visa at a visa attempt and uh, the company didn't know that they were supposed to file for me they thought i was doing a different degree but they oh. had hired me by then <laughs> oh my so, gosh the work uh, fortune worked for me again and they filed for my visa because i did a good job then wow and then fortune again worked worked for me universe again worked for me and uh, in my first uh, visa attempt i got the visa as well like first attempt wow I mean, oh which my is gosh. like which is very difficult yeah and then uh, it so happened that i landed in southern california that changed the person i am yeah um, cuz uh, when i moved to the us initially i was 
think you know i was trying to like every other person adjust to this new surrounding understand how different cultures work because i only understood how indians worked i didn't right. understand how other cultures work how they communicated etc right. so i was trying to fit in like everyone else yeah. but when i came to la i realized i made a set of you know gems i i made this friend called arash who's my neighbor mm. okay the most non judgmental beautiful soul i've ever met the happiest mm. guy i've ever met he introduced mm. me to all his friends he took me under his wing uh, he took care of my grooming i used to have a unibrow now i have two eyebrows <laughs> you know so he took me to his hairstylist i this Aww. hairstyle that i really love he yeah. set me up with the hairstylist wow. and i've stuck with this for the rest for for the past 2 years and i love how i look right now he wow. came to my house and and um, and set my furniture up and wow. without expecting anything in return you know that kind of a soul mm. um, and he's a very popular guy in la so he okay. introduced me to all his friends and once he did that he gave me an in and then wow. um, and then i met another guy named dan ginsberg who uh, is into calisthenics and meditation and right. through him i started meditating and then i was mm. a fan of dan i used to see him do like crazy skills in the bar and uh, he became one of my best friends and and through him i made made another great friend named mike mm-hmm. uh, mike mike sefernia he's also an amazing calisthenics athlete i used to follow mm-hmm. his instagram like 20000 followers so with those with that six pack able to do front lever back lever ring muscle up slow muscle up and i used to admire him you know over instagram and the first time i met him in my head i was like god i wish i can work out with him at some point in time you know because mm. somebody had told me that he when he works out he works out for 6 hours wow i, I want to be around that energy is what i thought you know so i can learn a little bit right so happened he became my best friend like ever wow he trained me because he's my bestie yeah oh <laughs> and and then uh calisthenics and then um in calisthenics when his speech because uh, dylan became another another very close friend yeah. he's met such a beautiful yeah. you know beautiful soul he uh, you know he took me under his wing introduced me to mm. all the when i speech folks that's when i met right. mo that's that's when i met tony by then i was you know a little comfortable uh, in that area but again that wasn't my area yet because i hadn't become friends with everyone yet right but tony came in and uh, and i was in a good space with mike and dan around cuz i was happy you know i, I felt like mm. i was in my highest self with people who okay. understood me Mm. Uh, who who would not think i'm weird or goofy because of the skills that i have but you know who would accept me for who i am and my life suddenly changed when when i when i decided uh, of moving to la and when i met these guys and then i met mm. another circle of artists so what i like doing is i like dancing i like to act i like to be creative um as i mentioned earlier i had my podcast um, right so, you know any communication any artistic creative work i like to be athletic be right. goofy um, so i want to learn all of this so when i'm around these pe- people who do all of this i feel at my best you know i feel mm. happy when i'm around these people who are doing these happy things right so monica green also you have these ropes people are walking on the slack line sure so so such so, so ha- happiness when i would see people back do back flips and front flips i would yes. feel like Wow, you know, I, yeah. like I can breathe completely. You know, people mm. doing acro yoga when adults are mm. being kids. I like it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel adults become old very quickly, and they get uh. boring. And I don't want to be that guy. I want to be yes. fun for till the time I breathe. The mm. worst adjective I can have on my tombstone is boring. Uh, <laughs> right? I feel that. Yeah. Totally. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so even in Los Angeles, I met another group of people. who so happened to be become great friends friends of mine again universe sent them to me because i was hosting a meditation and that was be, supposed to be hosted by another friend of mine okay. and i wasn't supposed to be leading that meditation and i hadn't led mm. a meditation till then so i didn't know it was a gift of mine so before that sorry yeah. had you like been meditating yourself or this was like your first meditation oh lovely ever? lovely good question <laughs> so um, so i always wanted to learn yoga because i knew yoga had a has you know such a positive impact and why not sure. learn something that can have a positive impact on your health so right. when i came to la arash and lara these two are my homies lara was into core power yoga she was okay. she's been doing yoga for for a long time her mother is a yoga teacher in san diego okay so i was like hey you know i also want to start doing yoga and she started going to yoga and and i didn't have a car back then so lara would take me to her uh, to core power yoga in her car as well and we started Aww. doing a lot of yoga together right yeah and uh, so i found a homie in in lara and uh, 
I started yoga then, and then I started meditating then, and I saw Dan Ginsberg medit, you know, meditating. Right. Through that, I hosted a meditation, and I made another friend circle named mm-hmm. Elizabeth, Ethan, and Emma. And okay. These are, uh, Emma is an actor, stand-up comedian, okay, um, in LA, and she inspires me because she's doing all this stuff that I always want to do. I, in mm-hmm. my heart, I want to be an actor because right. I know I can do a good job acting, but I've never right. tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, i get inspired when somebody does stand up comedy and right and that way you know they're writing and it's a creative it's fun and yeah you know, they're entertaining people so they inspire me i started my podcast because emma had a podcast and i asked her hey emma how did you do this can you teach me mm. how to do it she told me about the equipment and i started you know this podcast and elizabeth uh, and emma had come to the first ever meditation that i had hosted luckily Aww. i was hosting that day so they okay. could see my light and then we okay. connected otherwise you know um, if they would have come for a different meditation maybe we would not have connected wow. so you know sent them uh, to me and then wow. ethan is also an actor Okay. Uh, and a guitarist a musician his netflix movie just came uh, he was he had a cameo in one of the movies wow um, so cool uh, recently so i you know i became uh, part of that that circle mm. and and through them uh, and they are a very loving family their mother is right. ruth ruth is um, uh, uh, you know she also uh, is a stand up comedian she goes yeah. to san, san diego new york all okay. the, uh, la different um, you know clubs and the stand up comedy and tries to open right. all the open mics right they are a very loving family and mm. uh, they uh, you know uh, uh, took me in with you know open arms mm. and they gave me so much love and what i learned from them is 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 to try something you don't have to be the best at something to do it you don't have mm. to be a michael jordan to play basketball you don't right. have to be a michael schumacher to drive cars you don't have to be right. uh, a tiger woods to play golf you you can just um, even if you play golf little bit you can play you don't have to right. be the best you can do it for yourself you don't have to be mm. the uh, you don't have to be harry styles to sing you can still sing you yes. know singing will bring you joy you don't have to be the best dancer in the world to dance you can still dance mm-hmm. so i learned from them you don't have to be the best stand up comedian in the world you don't have to be dave chapelle to do stand up comedy you can still right. do stand up comedy you can still do open mics you may suck but it's okay it's not about whether you're doing good or bad it's about uh, whether you're doing that activity because when you do that activity it's a beautiful activity the essence of the activity is so beautiful that it will bring mm. joy to you mm. and anything and everything in life you have to start somewhere and when you start somewhere that's when you get feedback and that feedback loop helps you improve and you never know what and where that takes you with all these people my life in my life changed my personality changed mm. and then i changed and i am the person who i am right now and then yeah mm. last year i moved to the bay area and i'm i've taken with me all these learnings and i try to impart in me as much as possible and i try to grow as much as i can right uh, in, in the journey of life yeah i love that you're like shouting out all the people that you know like brought you to who you are um i think that's like a a thing that's like a misconception. It's like people think that they're like self-built or self-made, but it's like really like we're all little pieces of like the people that we interact with and that like come into our life and teach us. Yeah. Like, oh, you can just start a podcast or you can, you know, lead a meditation. Like that's crazy. Just from having the people around you that you were able to like discover those like pieces of yourself. Right. Like there's so much uh, of, you know, so much you pick from here and there instagram for instance um, i used to feel um, you know conscious of posting on instagram first of all you know mm. side of me a programming that i had was you know oh if you post people are going to watch and you know, uh, you know they say the evil eye uh, you mm. know people, people are watching and you know maybe it's going to turn into bad or maybe people are going to talk about you they're going to judge you mm. Oh, you don't want to show off. You don't want to come across as a person who's showing off. You know, all those thoughts were in my mind. But um, you know, Arash taught me that you know, it's okay to share your life with with, with people. Mm. It's okay to do something that you know brings you joy. Um, I I remember my first post. He posted it, and he would use his own phone and comment on it, and he would go back to my phone and like his own comment. So you know, that kind of homie, you know. That's cute. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah, and I I'm hearing like. 
a lot of people like really helped you throughout that transition of like navigating into like a new country and then like also like having movement and having like the way I like I like how you said about um adults being kids right like as an outlet to kind of like get you comfortable and acclimated to like a new culture and a new like environment <laughs> right I feel I'm a very confident person right now um mm. what the, what these angels did for me um, um I can I have I have been an angel for others right uh, from the learnings that I've had I have impacted others lives through the mm. learning learnings that I have Right. And, um, I'm. I feel I have a lot of confidence in now surviving in in different circumstances and. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I'm forever grateful and thankful for for these people in my life. Yeah, yeah, and so I mean, obviously, like the people in your life are super important to like expose you to certain things and you know get you involved in different communities and circles, um, but at a point like you had to decide to take the step right like you had to decide like I'm going to get into calisthenics or I'm going to get into yoga or I'm going to do meditation and so I'm curious about like your own process your own journey like through those um mediums yeah I love sense. that question and the reason I love that is um, so I started calisthenics at around 31 I'm 34 okay I started calisthenics around 30 yeah, 30. Okay. And that's when my Los Angeles trans transformation happened. 2020 was my mm. best year of my life. Unfortunately, I know pandemic was a bad year for a lot of people. But Low-key same though. <laughs> but okay, anyways, <laughs> I think there's something to, I have theories about that, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and 2020 and tw uh, 2021, those were my best years of my life. I was the happiest I've ever been. Mm. And um, the reason for that is, um, as I mentioned to you earlier, I have always tried to fit in and I've tried, you know, everybody in this world wants to belong that is uh, the true essence anyone and everyone wants to belong right. the moment we feel we don't belong we don't like it it's mm. a human a need right so um, all my life i've tried to fit in um, let me tell you ways in which i've tried to fit in um, i've tried to fit in to be a good engineer i've tried to fit in to be good at my studies maybe work on my weakness to be good in my career and tech and this and that. Mm. Maybe fit into my Indian friend circle uh, back in India. Um, uh, you know, the smart ones um, who've been, the smart friends who've been good at certain things. And I've been hard on myself um, mm. by focusing a lot on, on, on working on my weaknesses. Right. The transformation came into my life when I took a step back in Los Angeles and I decided to focus on my strengths mm. and really uh, respect my strength and love my strength and with open heart and and also because I saw that it was appreciated by people around me because mm. I think we all have this deep craving of appreciation and belonging right. Right. and in Los Angeles I felt I belonged Mm. Venice Beach or Los Angeles because everyone there is artistic or athletic or at least my friend oh, circle was yeah. that way. I felt like I was in my hometown for the first mm. time ever in my life. Like I've arrived home. Wow, wow. And uh, that's when I decided, you know, I'm going to do more of this. Mm. More of what I'm good at. So mm. I was strong. I was. I used to like, like working out. So I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go all in. I, mm. I used to dance. I decided I'm going to dance everywhere, anywhere, on the streets. Mm. And the beautiful thing about Los Angeles is they don't watch you and judge you when you dance on the streets. And, right. and I like to do anything and everything and be goofy anywhere and everywhere. And the rest of the world, I'm looked at as a weirdo. But when mm. I came to Los Angeles, I felt like, you know, when I would do the goofy stuff, people would join me and, <laughs> and would cheer me up. And they would be my hype men, hype women, hype, hype people. Right. So, so I felt that love and I... And I focused a lot on my strengths. I focused on my podcast, on my voice. Mm. I focused even more on my, um, you know, meditation, a lot on my yoga, a lot on my creative outlet. Right. So I really started respecting the skills that God has given me mm. naturally. And that's when the transition happened. 
And the beautiful thing about that is when you start respecting what God has given you, you start seeing your abundance, you start seeing what you mm. have, and then you start becoming more confident as a person. You right. start seeing the positive. And the beautiful part about that is a lot of other people see that. And people mm. who are like that, they get, um, um, you know, they get attracted to you. And then when, and then you shine a different way when mm. you are really living your best life and when you're really, um, you know, doing what your heart wants you to do. And when you right. shine a certain way, you are a different person. So I wasn't the Sandeep that I was um, in Maryland. I was mm. a different Sandeep. Maybe my name was same. Maybe I looked this guy. Mm. Maybe I talked the same. But I was a different guy when I was doing, you know, I was a different person altogether. Yeah. And it also, um, yeah. And then I realized it brought me all these people. Like you mm. said hi to me when you saw my, when when you saw my light, you know, I was on my mm. light. I was doing this thing that brought you were me so, yes, you were super full of joy. And I know that we were both, we were just talking about atomic habits and I'm thinking about how he talked about like surrounding yourself with people that, that, it's the culture and it make it normalizes like a certain way of looking at things or doing things. And I think like everything that you're saying about the people that like took you under their wing and are, are all people that like really normalize, like just doing things just to do them, just because they enjoy them, just because like, it's a, because it's life and it's fun and it's just enjoyable. So um, I just wanted to point that out too. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Life is different when you're, it's basically about uh, being around the people you want to be like, or you mm. connect with, you know, right. if you are around sad people, even inevitably you'll be sad. Mm. If you are around artistic people, you'll get inspiration from, you know, the artistic community. Right. If you're around people who are working out and really doing what you want. So I think it's important to be around people and uh, I feel the sense of insecurity sometimes that, hey, what if I have to, because of the nature of the world we are in and we're moving so much, I had to move from Southern California to the Bay Area and then you never know where life is going to take me from here. And I feel, um, you know, the sense of insecurity sometimes that, hey, mm. what if I'm not going to be around this circle? Is my growth going to stop? Mm. But I'm glad that, you know, I'm, I continue to stay in touch with the community yeah. social media has been super helpful in that one right. of the ways in which i made sure to stay in touch with the community is to is to have my podcast going mm. continue doing what i like doing and, and and finding more people who are interested in it right and, um, also i used to host meditations in person i changed switched them in online in online right. meditations because it's a community like the meditation group that i have I have a whatsapp group of 100 plus people mm -hmm. and um those are gems that I have, you know, uh, met in my life. I would want to stay in touch with them. Yeah. And um, and so that is, those are some steps that I've taken to stay in, to, to work on that insecurity that I have. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just thinking about Gio because I love him and I'm probably going to talk about him so many times on this podcast, but he said to me one time, like, um, like once you have the Venice vibe, like you can take it with you anywhere. Like you that's, go. that's the part of it. And, and, and like you were saying earlier, like people are going to be drawn to that because you're so you, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love Gio. Oh my God. I remember uh, he, he yeah. has a beautiful soul, you know, he's welcoming towards everyone when I go yes. and he, and he's so talented and skilled. So this uh, one time I remember so I respect him, right? And I think he's very skillful. Like he's yeah. very dedicated. He's always there at Venice Muscle Beach working on his form. Um, a muscle up is one of my dreams. Right. And, I, and one of the tips that I got from him is just use the bands and mm. keep working on the form and you'll get it. Um, keep working on the form. Don't hurry. Mm -hmm. Don't rush. Just keep using the bands and do it. And that is something that he had told me when I, had, when I was working out with him, him and Tony um, right. a year ago. And... Uh, I remember um, going to that beach again for, to host a meditation. When somebody says hi, and when somebody like Gio, who who's respected in that place and who everyone loves, he comes and says hi to you. Uh, you know, you feel like wow. You know, you feel suddenly you feel at home. Mm. And, um, so I remember during the meditation that I hosted, 
and when I met you, uh, he turned. Uh, I I don't know if it was during that or the uh, another time when I had gone to Venice Muscle Beach. Him and uh, Natalie's boyfriend uh, Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Both of them uh, and Sebastian is so strong. He does such great skills. Yeah, his hand stands. His, his wide, wide hand stands. So beautiful! Oh my like God! What? And those two guys, they said hi to me and smiled. And I and I'm a, I'm a fan of those guys. You know, mm. I love them. I respect them. They're friends of you know. Right. At the same time, I'm also a fan of their work. Right. So, um, it's so beautiful when. Uh, that god has brought such souls into my life mm. so i'm very grateful for it and yeah. they made me feel at home right um something that i'm thinking about is like men right like these big muscular dudes who are like <laughs> some of the chillest and like most humble beings that you're ever going to meet but like sometimes when dudes look like that they don't always act like that right like it's not everybody who looks like that is always super welcoming or like I don't know I feel like this is a woman's perspective obviously but like as a man I feel like sometimes you all have to put on this front that you're like this tough like masculine machine kind of thing um so I'm just curious about your thoughts of like being an environment like that where you're not really required to be you know like tough or you know does that make sense? I, yeah, it does. I like uh, that kind of environment because I am like that. I feel right. we are. Uh, I feel connected to people who are vulnerable, mm. who talk about their, you know, who are uh, who are open about their vulnerabilities. Right. And um, and and uh, I think showing love, uh, showing love. Uh, you know, some people don't smile and show love because they want to look tough, but I find it a form of strength. Mm. And I find uh, deeply connected to people who, who, uh, who show their real self, mm. um, and uh, in the form of love and positivity. Right. I know people find it difficult sometimes because of whatever journey they have been in their life, or sure, or because of their own programming, or or maybe defense mechanisms, or things that are, yeah, that are, may have happened to them. But right. the default of every person is to show love because, mm. you know, it's everyone. Um, you were born when you were born as a child. I'm sure you know you 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 know you put your soul, smile on your face. I was right. born as a child, pure soul. Every child is beautiful, you know, God's creation. Right. We all take different paths because of our upbringing, what life has thrown to us, our own experiences in the past, how people. You know, I might trigger you in certain ways because some, you might have an exp- have had an experience with someone else who probably looks like me or talks like me or probably from a similar nationality, um, mm. or so you might do the same to me. So there's so much that is going on in my in each our each of our brains. You know, so I find it beautiful when they are when people are loving um, mm. and and bring their vulnerable side, but at the same time, uh, I believe in you know having a safe space for anyone and everyone to be. Mm. Uh, to be who they are and I understand that people are in different walks of life and you cannot expect them to be how you want them to be because Mm. the moment I expect that then I am being controlling and I do not want to be controlling of my environment because I feel this beauty in letting letting be and letting everyone just be the way they are because Mm. I would like to be treated the same way yeah so being welcomed like exactly as you are and because i'm sure i'm i have my uh, moments when i'm serious and uh, you know i have a face that may not be the most welcoming and mm. at that time uh, if i am judged would i like it or mm. would i want love or affection because mm. the default is if you love someone enough you will get love back life is a mirror what you give you get even right. if a dog you you throw stone at a dog, the dog will bark at you. If you give mm. love to dog, the dog. So our nature is love. Right, right. Yeah, I'm thinking of a moment that I had. I was like out one night and this dude was like, so he was so aggressive and so angry and he was just like being mean to everybody. And I was like, what's wrong? I was like, what is the matter? And, and like, he like came and taught and like broke down. Like, and that's all it took was like one person to be like what is wrong like what is going on you know um so yeah it's it's nice to like be in an environment where you can like be you know how you're feeling and then have people welcome you and say like 
what's up like are you good <laughs> yeah it's it it takes a lot of uh, um i think it, the world would be a beautiful place if we have this understanding that everyone is going through their own challenges mm. and uh, people are being nice then it's beautiful you know give as much love as you can but if people are going through stuff and uh, maybe they are not good to you at a certain point in time then you know maybe you know give them the benefit of doubt because there's always mm-hmm. a chance that um, that uh, you could be that person at some point in time and you would need that shoulder that you could be for someone mm-hmm. else could be that person at some point in time and you would need that shoulder that you could be for someone mm-hmm. else right right people have their ups and downs you know so right when people have their downs wow how would i want to be treated if when i am going through a rough patch would i want to be mm-hmm. alienated and judged and be ridiculed or or be think you know would i want people to throw stones at me and shoot away right um, or, or you know walk the other way or would i want some compassion so if i would want mm-hmm. that then you know as much as possible i would try to give that as well but i'm not a saint so i have my own moments as well so it's it's okay sure. if you can't be nice to someone Uh, and you judge them so i am of the opinion it's okay everything is okay everything yeah. is fine you know mm. we are all humans we are all having our own challenges and it's all fine right so i i think it would be safe to say that like finding your community finding movement has like helped you more fully express yourself so if you were talking to somebody <laughs> say you were talking to your old self right that you said doesn't have a spine which i argued against already <laughs> but say you're talking to somebody who is feeling like kind of stuck feeling um i don't know maybe like in a mental kind of rut like what would you what would you want to tell them like about movement about community about anything that you just like spoke about yeah about movement the first thing i would say is you know take care of your mental health and physical health it's extremely important one it's not only important for you it's also important for your surroundings and for the community mm-hmm. you're not living by yourself in this world it's important for your parents it's important for your friends it's important for maybe your kids maybe your friends if you are mm-hmm. in a good mental and physical space that's when you can give others when your cup is full is when you can give others when your own cup is empty how do you give you know to someone else so um, i think it's very uh, people forget uh, about physical and mental health because of the responsibilities of their life and it's right. easy to forget and it's easy to defend that saying that hey you know i have so much going on so i cannot take time out for workout or a meditation right. or this or that but i think in the long run it will come back bite you back mm. uh, you know and you don't want to be uh, a liability uh, physically and mentally i mean if it happens it happens no judgment because right. everyone goes through what they have to go through right and uh, every you know universe you know you 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 play with the cards you're dealt with you know right. you can do the best but um, for me um, physical movement has been a way to look good uh, be you know be confident when i look at myself i feel confidence um, mm. i am able to do a lot of tasks i'm able to i'm 34 i can connect with people who are 20 i uh, i inspire people who who are older than me um, mm. you know my uncle who i talked about mahesh who had inspired us about you know how right. much he grew in career we connect over physical health and mm. uh, and the things that i do because i have grown so much on it and i have such a huge friend circle have a lot of knowledge on physical health and and right. movement on gymnastics on yoga calisthenics because i'm obsessed about it yeah and that's what i think about day in and day and day night and i feel you know you don't have to move all you know you don't have to think about movement as hey it's an additional you know overhead but you look at it as you know something that you do for yourself that brings you mm-hmm. joy and you don't have to take out time to go to the gym at certain time you can uh, inculcate movement anywhere you know you can do mm-hmm. 10 squats right now you can do 10 push ups right now if you don't have the strength maybe put your knees down and do 10 push ups mm-hmm. uh, you outside you know you can find bars pull up bars anywhere because there are you know poles everywhere you can just do a few pull ups if you cannot do pull ups and just hang and see how your body changes over time just just to mm-hmm. take baby steps and 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 as i had mentioned earlier what i had learned from atomic habits and i like to quote that um you know form a habit around it and an easy way to forming a habit around something is creating an identity around it and 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 the theory that the book talks about about creating an identity is to do something for 2 minutes every day 
um, and uh, basically frequency is what is more important. The amount of times repetition is what is more important than the uh, length of time that you do it. Mm. Um, if you do something for um, 90 days continuously, even if you do something like one one minute every day, your right. brain gets programmed into thinking that you are you do that. So you know, about stock market every two minutes, every day two minutes, um, even though you're just doing two minutes of it every day. Um, you know, after six months, you will think like you follow the stock market. Your brain mm. will you know program yourself that way. and then suddenly you will identify you know you will create that identity and when you create that identity you will do anything to protect it and as i was saying mm-hmm. earlier what is an identity if i'm an indian uh, if anybody talks about hey floods in india my uh, brain gets wired uh, but if somebody talks about uh, ukraine war how much ever there's war going on in ukraine i don't identify with ukraine so my brain doesn't you know turn on uh, somebody talks about um, let's say uh, water uh, polo uh, what is that uh, some water sports some water sports right. that i have no idea about i don't identify with it so when somebody talks about it i don't really think about it my why you know right my brain yeah. doesn't get wired up and i don't really connect with it but if somebody talks about meditation since i identify with it suddenly that topic is interesting like, to oh. me right? yeah. so if somebody talks about let's say dance i'd be like hey you know maybe i should listen to it so it's all about creating identities to to develop a habit and mm. to create an identity repetition is what is important and uh, physical health um, you know you don't need anything you just need your body mm. gym started only uh, let's say 100 years ago i'm just quoting that number people have been living for ages and you know they've been fit people all all through different generations right. i'm sure they found their fitness through different movements you don't really have to go to the gym to be fit you can right. just be fit right here in your house where you are sitting in that you know uh, 10 by 4 10 by 8 mat or whatever right. yoga mat you have or whatever space that you have just run there just do a little bit 5 minutes every day and you know develop an identity around it and see how that affects your health and see how that also affects your mental health because for me mm. working workout has been a way to um, you know center myself feel grounded um and i have also taken up meditation um and i don't only do yoga and you know the silent meditation but i also started right. learning qigong meditation meditation which is the mm-hmm. chinese meditation because why limit myself you know just because it is a meditation from china doesn't mean i'm not going to learn that so don't limit yourself um keep yourself mentally and physically fit maybe you have challenges right now but as i always say you might have a lot of plans for yourself and maybe your life is not going according to your plans but there's always a chance and there is always 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 a chance that the universe has better plans for you than you mm. have for yourself you may have a lot of plans for yourself and i repeat you may have a lot of plans for yourself but there's always a chance that the universe has better plans for you than mm. you have for yourself so if life is not going according to how it's going right now chill relax <laughs> maybe universe has better things for you and maybe you are supposed to not have a plan right now so mm. trust the process mm. trust the universe take it easy life is too short to is worry too much and because right. negativity spreads uh, you know negativity spreads and mm. the least somebody can do is to be pleasant that is the least least right. you know right it's your yeah. moral responsibility to be pleasant um, you know just that is the least because you know it's a ripple effect the moment you are pleasant suddenly that's a ripple effect that the person you are pleasant to he or she is pleasant to someone else and that person mm. is pleasant to someone else and maybe you do not see the whole big picture maybe you are you know too stuck up in your head to think that the world revolves around you but the right. world is big and and as i said life is a mirror you know there's maybe you're pleasant to someone that person is pleasant to someone and some way or the other it comes back to you and and why not uh, spread that positivity when you can yeah definitely i think a lot of that comes from just like being present right like being in your body noticing what's happening and um paying attention to like how you're treating others because then then it does come back to you and like how you treat others like makes it, it it influences how you feel like right. in your day too um wow well yeah i uh, i really appreciate talking to you i think this has been super awesome and i love to like hear your perspectives um we are going to start wrapping it up here and i'm curious um do you have any like final thoughts any like um 
yeah, anything that you want to leave the people with. <laughs> yeah, uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you for uh, for this opportunity, and that uh, you know, if I like to talk. You probably uh, got it from this conversation. <laughs> nice, yeah, <laughs> it's nice. It, it feels good to talk and and open up also when someone else is interested in the topic that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and second, uh, you know, I'd like to tell the rest of the world, you know, take it easy, relax. It's everything's gonna be fine. You know, mm. there's always a, a a tomorrow, and you know, just trust the universe. Just smile. Everything's gonna be fine. And um, you know, uh, as I have told uh, in this podcast earlier, I'd like to, you know, um, you know, get more creative um, and, and and collaborate with more people if they have a business plan on on trying to figure out how to make a living out of this. Maybe we can figure this out together. Um, yeah. I want to see how I can take my skills and 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 use. The gift that God has given me to to make a living and make a life out of it, yeah. Um, and you know, it may not happen now, but maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, let's you know, happy to to collaborate and um, follow me on my Instagram. Uh, my handle is Sandeep, the meditation guy. I host meditations. If you feel like meditating, I host meditations every Sunday. It's going to be there for the rest of my life. Come, <laughs> uh, attend them whenever you feel like. Even if you don't show up, I don't. You know, sometimes I, you know, it's just a space for people to, for me to connect and feel good in when they, whenever they need it in, in their life. And, right. and uh, I have a podcast, Getting Deep with Sandeep, listen to it. If you uh, want to collaborate, uh, you know, with me, let me know, you know, and if, if there's uh, anything that I can do for you uh, in my, in my capacity in the physical mental health space or um, through whatever I can, I can help, I would be happy to help because the world has helped me a lot. My relatives, mm-hmm. my, my parents, my friends, they've been very kind to me. And uh, I would like to like to give what, what I can in, in whatever capacity, uh, you know, God allows me to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, stay happy, stay goofy. Take stay happy, stay fun. goofy. Yes, yes, yes. Love yeah. yourself. Yes, yes. Love it, love it, love it. Well, yeah. Thank you again so much. Um, I'm going to put your Instagram and your podcast and all that information um, in wherever I post this. <laughs> so, um, so the people will be able to find it. Um, and yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sandeep. It was thank awesome you, having you, really. you on. Thank you. Thank you. Stay happy. Stay goofy. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>